There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. Everybody, it's me, Leah, and it's me, Bethany, and we are so pumped about tonight's episode. We have another amazing personal story to bring to you guys, and we're really, really excited about this. We're always excited about. We this. are, we are. It's, it's getting like redundant. Like, just know we're pumped. We're always pumped. And you should be pumped too. Hell yeah! <laughs> we have uh, Chinguana on tonight. Uh, <laughs> so Marissa is someone that we met while volunteering at Chinguana Fest. ATX, what, what? And this was, uh, right? And this was pre pandemic. So, yes. What, 2019? Right? The, the year right before the pandemic? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we met in 2018 and then we all did a uh, volunteer again in 2019. Okay. So we did volunteer like both years. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then 100%. Then that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the years have blurred. Uh, but no, and it was just kind of hit it off right away. Uh, yeah. Had a good time at the, at the festival together and just kind of been social media friends talking here and there. And then when Bethany and I kind of started sharing these stories, you were like, oh, by the way, guys, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you. So now we want you to tell everybody. Uh, but uh, if you want to introduce yourself, but like we kind of said, uh, it, it's your stage. We're just here to listen in awe and and really just get spooked out. <laughs> well, awesome. So hi everybody. I'm uh, Marisa or Mari. Um, you know, like Leah said, that we met at Tuguna Fest a couple years ago, and we did hit it off. And so my stories actually stem from when I was really little to present day. Um, and it, it's never been like a, a scary situation. It's always been kind of calming in a sense that I have like people surrounding me. But um, one particular story that really stands out um, in my memory is when my grandmother, <clears throat> and if I get a little chietas, okay, let's not talk crap, okay? Because this never. Is- it's it's one of those sentimental things, but it's something that I hold on to, you know. Um, so I was like six or seven, and this is unbeknownst to me. Um, my grandma was dying, or she was already dead, or she had passed, or I don't know. So I'm in, and actually, I live in the house where the dream actually happened, and so much stuff happens in this house, but nobody's ever died in this house that I live in. I'll get to that later. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So I'm like six or seven and I am having a dream. And at the time I didn't know I was having a dream. I woke up and I was at my grandma's house and at my grandma's house, this is um, in Laredo, Texas. The house is still there. So you can totally go by it. I'm not lying. Um, but it's a house that she and my, my grandfather built. And so I'm at my grandma's house. I'm walking into the front door. And so at one time I'm, I'm assuming the front door actually went into the sala to the living room um but in in my childhood we'd always go to the front door and it was leading straight into my grandmother's room so in my dream i'm walking into my grandmother's room and i can smell tortillas cooking and it's a very small room it's like an eight by eight like really tiny um you walk in and there's a a drawer with a mirror you know old-fashioned oak you know that dark dark furniture she had a, a twin bed I still remember and I remember her having like two or three mattresses or something <laughs> I always thought that was so weird I'm like why not just throw the other ones away <laughs> anyway um, and then and then you know you know I'm, pre- I'm painting the scene for you guys and there's a little tv on a stand on the left and I'm walking through and so as I'm walking through there's a door that leads to the kitchen and in the kitchen is in the very center of the house and as I'm talking, I can totally envision it. It's a circle, a circle table. 
So if you're in the doorway, you look to your right and you can see her sewing room, which is another room. And then if you look to your left and around the corner is what used to be the sala or my grandfather's room. And then if you look forward, it goes to another room into the bathroom, into the backyard. <clears throat> so basically, as in every Mexican house, you know that the, the kitchen is like the center of it all. Like that's where mm-hmm. you go. You, you have your breakfast, you know, like that's where the family meets. So, you know, there's a circle table and I'm looking for my grandmother and I don't see her and I don't see her and I don't see her. You know, like, why am I here? Whatever. Well, going into her sewing room, for whatever reason, she had like a curtain, but it wasn't like a regular curtain that was drawn. It was, you know, um, I guess hooked, so kind of draped when you walk in, I guess, if, if you can picture that. And so I'm walking in and I... I distinctly remember seeing like a um, like an old fashioned uh, mannequin body. It wasn't. It had no head. It was a like the one that uh, I can't think of it. It looks like a old school spool of thread, but enlarged. It's a, I don't. Does that make sense? <laughs> I'm trying to. Think. It's like a concave, uh, convex kind of shape. Like it's two triangles on top of each other body is shaped as a woman anyway oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah i was like i don't know what it's called guys help me out <laughs> i don't know what those are called either but i know what you're talking about <laughs> but they're i mean like they're literally old school they were super dense and i remember seeing um that there and i saw like a um like a dress like unfinished and i remember always playing in there with her because she'd always make me these beautiful dresses i wish i still had them um always because you know I was I was the youngest I out of I believe my dad had nine siblings and they had, had already had started having kids at that point this was in the 80s and I was the youngest out of like I think we were already 20 20 grandkids at that point so I was the youngest I was the youngest forever anyway um so I'm sitting there looking around for her um you know I go into the sewing room and like I said like you know, this is a dream that's so real. Like I can smell tortillas. I can smell, you know, she had, I believe, chickens and a dog and all this stuff. And I'm, you know, just looking for her. And so I come out from that sewing room and I go out into the their backyard and they have like a little shed. And while all this is happening, like I don't, I have no idea that I'm in an, like an alter <laughs> reality. Like I'm in a dream state. Well, I wake up and I hear my mom crying because I didn't know I was, you know, like sleeping. I woke up in the closet. I walked. I slept walk. This is like, in in my mind, maybe this is the second time I've ever slept walk in my life. Um, Like to date, like I've only slept walk twice. I wake up in my closet because I walked into my closet to get to my grandma's room. In my house here in Austin. Okay. Her house is in, in Laredo. Like, how did I even get in my closet, first of all? So I wake up to hearing her like freaking the hell out. And I remember her saying, you know, that my grandma had passed away. And of course I'm a little kid, so I don't understand what that means. And I was like, how are you telling me? I was just at her house. Like, no, she's not. She's like at the tienda or something. So I never really talked to her about that because my mom and her side of the family don't really believe in that. But my dad's side, like that's, they're all in it. Like I have a, I have a tia who's like, even like, in a, I can't say loony bin, that's well, that's politically incorrect. Uh, and you can't say a say, what is, what is the term, like a facility for mental disabled patients, I guess, would be the politically like, correct term now. I don't know, like a but, mental health facility? Like uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Psychiatric, I'm not sure what, yeah. I'm trying to be politically correct, I don't know. <laughs> It's I don't okay. want to hurt anybody's feelings, okay? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so anyway, in that, you know, uh, she, my tia, uh, was hardcore bruja, and she has lost all speech and stuff from doing brujeria on people. Anyway, so going back, <laughs> that's another story. Um, going back to, you know, my, you know, Back in the 80s, my mom's crying, telling me that my grandma passed away, da 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 And I'm like, no, this didn't happen. She's there. Like, I just was at her house. I just couldn't find her. She went to the end up. Okay, she, was, she wasn't there. So 
So I'm freaking out. Of course, I don't tell her because, of course, she's not going to understand. She still doesn't understand. When I tell her stuff, she's like, no, that didn't happen. Anyway, oh, my God. Sorry. My dog is over here. This is going to be funny for everybody listening to the podcast. My dog keeps sparting, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is that a ghost? I'm, I'm, I'm dying as I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. So fast forward a couple of months later, we go to visit my grandma's house. You know, they have a go and check and grab stuff or whatever. And we're there and they had a padlock. Well, my, there was a padlock on the door, her front door, the front, the same front door that I walked through, um, you know, to, to search her house in my dream. There's a padlock. My seal wasn't around and my seal said that he was going to leave a key or he was going to leave it unlocked or I don't know what or what was going on. And so my um, my dad's all pissed off and he was like, we can't get in. I need to get the stuff and I don't want to know. And I was like, Why, what do you mean? Why can't we just go through the door? And he's like, because it's locked. You know, don't you see that there's a key? I was like, no, it's not locked. And like he went and he jiggled it. You know how you jiggle like a key lock or mm-hmm. padlock or whatever? And I was like, no, it's not. And like he walked off, he was cussing over the storm or whatever. I was like, it's not locked. Like something kept telling me it's not locked. It's not locked. So I touched it and the thing just broke in two. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was like intuition. My grandma telling me that it wasn't locked or what or whatever. But that, like that whole memory, like that whole like five, six, seven years old, that, that to me, that is so, it's so fresh. Like it happened yesterday. Um, yeah. And so like, like from then on, they were just, I guess, I don't know. He called it, you know, my dad's passed as well, but he called it a fluke. Like, Oh, you know, whatever. You just tug it the right way. I don't know. You know, people Mm -hmm. don't believe you. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) so from then on, like I always knew I was somewhat different. Um, when it comes to dreaming or things come to me in my dreams or I see things at the corner of my eye. And at that point, you know, in the early 90s, there was that show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Do I remember that show? Heck okay, yeah, yeah, that was a show. <laughs> so, so, so I always used to watch it. And of course, like, you know, when, you, when you're little and the scary stuff really scares you, you can't sleep, you want to go sleep with your mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing for me is it wasn't, like I said, like something in me was always real. Like it wasn't just make-believe. And again, we're the sole owners of this house. Nobody else has lived there, lived here. Um, you know, we don't live near a burial ground or nothing like that. But, you know, those, my reality between, excuse <clears throat> me, started to become more apparent to me that I'm not making this crap up in my head, you know, like it's just while this is happening. So I remember watching Are You Afraid of Dark one night and I go to bed and of course my brother, so this is like a story that's going to lead to another story. My brother, every time I was reading something, he would make this sound at the door, like a little tapping sound like that. Every time I would read it, I was like, what the hell? And so, like, I was reading out loud because I think, you know, what? when do we start learning how to read? Like, eight or nine? Maybe. Something yeah, there. somewhere around right there, maybe. around there. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> young. We were young. <laughs> it's, so, it's so long ago. I can't even remember what happened yesterday. Anyway, <laughs> so he's, like, sitting there tapping as I'm talking, but I don't know it's him. And so, finally, when I go out, he scares the living shit out of me, right? Can I say shit? Yeah, I just said it twice. Can I say it again? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's sitting there tapping. He scares the living daylights out of me. I'm freaked out. Anyway, it's time for bed. And at that time, I never slept with my door closed, right? Because I wanted easy access to get out. Well, my bed used to face my doorway, which is now my daughter's um, room. And luckily, she doesn't have her bed where I had it, but I would wake up and I could see a dark figure coming from my sister's room all the time, mm. all the time. And it was always a very dark entity. I could never see a face, but it was a, and I couldn't tell if it was male or, or female because sometimes it looked like it was a just an outline maybe of a man because you couldn't see any hair, but sometimes it looked like it was like a blur, like, um, I don't know, like, 
just something like a mat, but not okay. round. It was like body like. Yeah. And um, one time, like I went to go like approach it, and it disappeared. And so I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening? What is happening?" So of course I, I blamed it on watching, you know, scary, scary shows or whatever. So anyway, um, fast forward to like uh, my teen years, my mom gets married to my stepdad who raised me and he's actually a widower. So when we moved into his house, oh man, he had a two story. He still, they still live there. They have a two story house. And um, like I said, he was a widower and she, she was very much in that house, very much in this house, in that house for at least the first year of us moving into, into, into his house. Um, and I remember she would make the lights flicker. She would walk up and down the hall. She would walk up and down the stairs. And nobody else hears this but me, you guys, okay? So if I tell, if, I would tell my mom, she's like, no, I didn't hear anything. And at that time, you know, my brother was in the military, so he wasn't home. And my sister was married. So, you know, it was literally just me. So I would hear all these things. And one night I woke up because I don't remember what happened. I think I got mad at my stepdad or something. But I, like, was sleeping and I had my back to my door. Mind you guys, every time I sleep now, every door has to be closed in my room. <laughs> every door. Really? The closet has. Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, just, it's, not, it's not that I'm scared. It's just I don't. I feel like they're portal. I don't know. I'm weird. I just feel like there's portals or something. No, I but yeah, I close my. Especially since I'm in my childhood home, I'm like, I just don't want to be disturbed. Um. Anyway, so I remember having my back to the door, and I I don't remember what I dreamed or if I dreamed at all, but I do remember feeling something on my back and being like, "Holy shit, that hurt! That stung!" whatever whatever well I woke up in the morning I checked and I had three three nail marks on my back and if I remember correctly watching um you know what's his name I can't even think of his name though this show that we all watch um uh, the paranormal show Ghost Adventures yeah, Zach Zach <laughs> I was gonna call him I was gonna say his last name but I was like no that's wrong anyway so you know how he's like that's like the demonic entity when you get you know when in his threes so this was before that show came on but anyway like um like she scratched me and they weren't just like you know run of the mill you bumped into something like there was like puncture wounds Mm. and I was like okay this is about to stop so one day I was in my room I was listening to music and the light starts flickering and then that's when I had learned about you don't have power you know you're not welcome here anymore you need to cross over you need to god knows where i got that from at that time because i was only 13 14 and they didn't have the awesome shows that they have now okay mm-hmm. shout out paranormal shows and, <laughs> <laughs> and podcasts and all that good stuff so um but i i remember i think i saw it like in a movie or something but yeah i was like you know you need to cross over we're not going anywhere you need to be at peace or whatever and that was it like yeah she wasn't there she didn't she didn't bother us anymore um yeah so it was pretty crazy and then um let's see so then that was that and we didn't experience any death until my dad passed away in 2000 my real dad passed away in 2005 um shortly after his you know again in this house because my sister lived here for a minute um, it was me and my, my older cousins and my sister. My sister was pregnant with my with my niece, Samantha. And we were all talking. And mind you, there's no air where this where this plant was. And this plant just starts swinging. And so we were like, what? Like, we all saw it. So we know it was my dad saying, you know, hey, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm okay. I've crossed over. Sorry. <laughs> Mood killer. Hello. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, so it was kind of just like, you know, um, that was kind of the, the moment, you know, that my, it became evident that my sister had the gift too. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that was an 05. 
so a lot, you know, a lot. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys. So before, <laughs> I just I just skipped a whole decade before that. So in high school, after you know my teenage early teenage years, so the week before Columbine shooting happened, I was in high school then. The week before, I had the most gnarliest dream about a school shooting in my school. Mm-hmm. But nothing looked familiar in that dream. Like, I knew it was my school, but nothing looked familiar. There was a point in my dream where I saw a child or one of, you know, a student crawling out of a window. And the window did look very similar to the windows at my school. Shout out Crockett High School in Austin, Texas. <laughs> what, what? Uh, class of 2001. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I do remember seeing like a kid coming out of the window and then it was on the news. That same clip that I saw in my dream was on the news around Columbine. So I was like, holy shit, I totally dreamt that before it happened. That's weird. That's intense. Yeah. 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 So crazy to sit there. Okay. Okay. Now let's, let's get to the meat. So <laughs> I'm just bouncing around it where I'm just trying to make this like really cool for you guys. Um, <laughs> It's already I mean, real cool, I promise. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a mess. So after, my dad, after my dad dies, uh, in January 2005, my abuela, who lives in our house, went into the hospital uh, July 5th, 2005. So just, just a few you know, short months after my dad passed away. And this woman was like my world. Like she taught me you know how to make tortillas she taught me how to cook like all that stuff and I was also you know part of like caregiving for her um we went I had just come in from uh Corpus because it was for the July weekend and then that was a Sunday and then Monday was the fifth I believe somebody can go back in their calendar and check but um they had taken her to the hospital because she was having respiratory issues. And then shortly after that, she passed away that same day. Well, I arrived to the hospital and my mom said that she had just passed. But when I got there and I, like, I held her hand, I kid you not, like a smile popped on her face. Nobody else saw it because everybody else was crying. But I was like, what is happening? This is like the second time that this has happened to me. Um, and she also made her presence known shortly after, um, you know, uh, they say that in the Catholic faith, when the Virgin Mary comes to visit you, that you smell like roses, like the aroma of roses. Mm-hmm. Just like they say when like a demonic presence or Satan is around, you smell sulfur, mm-hmm. kind of that thing. But I don't believe it was the Virgin Mary because I think by then I had already tri- <laughs> transitioned to non-denominational faith. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that that was my grandmother visiting me because I woke up to that scent and there was nothing in the house wow. um, with that rose scent. But it smelled like, so the old school Mary Kay products, mm-hmm. have you ever find them? <laughs> oh, yeah, ever, yeah. I, oh yeah. <laughs> so like they have that really like rosy smell to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I remember smelling. So it's it's very, um, like it was a very prominent, like, smell. Since mm-hmm. I knew it was her. So um, a lot of weird things happened for me after that, 2005. You know, I already had my oldest at that time. Um, and nothing crazy happened when I had her. But once I started getting, when I was got involved with my ex-husband, like, I think that's when my gift just went into hyperdrive. Like, my intuition, my spidey sense, that gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, whatever, you know, that sort of thing always was very evident. Um, and the activity was also was uh, intense. So I would see shadows. I still see shadows, like, to this day. I could be in a room by myself and a building by myself and I can still see people peek. And this is why I close my doors at night. Okay. <laughs> I can still see like entities walking and they're usually smaller. So I know that the children are around my kid's size. And mind you, I know the difference when my kids are around and when they're not, you know, not mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I always, I can always see them. Um, 
I there's always someone with me. I can I can't tell you who I don't know when, but I they always they always show their faces and their unclear faces, and it's always at the corner of my eye. And I used to work in optometry. I have absolutely nothing wrong with my eyes, <laughs> so I'm, I'm always somebody is always with me. Call it like a guardian angel, call it an ancestor, whatever. But somebody is always with me. Um, and uh, so present day, well, I'm not going to say present day, we'll go with pandemic. The last year I got, um, last year, no, the year in 2019, we lost my tia, which was my mom's aunt, who my grandmother was a caregiver for because she had um, a form of, um, it wasn't Down syndrome, but she had mental disabilities. Um, physical disabilities, things like that. So I think like the oldest grade that she ever passed was like maybe third grade. So she was very childlike. But we had her. She was always, you know, we always thought that she was going to outlive all of us. You know, she was always had a hearty appetite. Always could tell you if there was a tormenta coming, <laughs> uh, and she would say just like un tormenta o los truenos, or you know, you'd hear her or whatever. And I took her for granted. I took her presence for granted. Um, but she passed away suddenly, and it sucked. Like, it it was a very hard hit for our family because she was always around. Like, we literally thought that she was going to outlive us. And so she passed in uh, June of 2019, and then, uh, like, almost to the day that I got COVID the following year. So in 2020 of June. I got COVID and it was bad. Like not to the point where I had to be hospitalized, but to the point where my fever was so high that my insides were probably cooking. She came to visit me and I was awake. I wasn't asleep. I was very much awake. She came and she sat on my bed and I'm sitting here in my room looking at my bed and she sat there and she just looked at me. She didn't say anything, but like my fever was so high, it was like 104 for like days. Oh my god! Like nothing. Like it would it would it would break for like an hour and then it would shoot back up. And from that, like after she visited, the the fever just broke. So, um, but maybe I do know who's with me, <laughs> but <laughs> you can never tell because I don't get the signs like everybody else does. Oh, there I saw a red cardinal, or I saw this. I don't get those, or I see a penny. Uh, heads up or whatever, whatever, you know, people say when loved ones are around or whatever. But, um, like after that, like, you know, like I said, after my divorce, after having children, like my sen my senses for the paranormal have been heightened. And I love, love watching, you know, Zach and the gang watching their shows and stuff because, you know, they're like, did you hear that? And I'm like, oh, I totally heard it. I totally heard it. <laughs> and you know when they do the playback and you're like, it said this. I was like, no, I don't really think it said that. But I'm going to let them think what they said because they already, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it intrigued me more because for them, it's a show. But for the Mexican culture, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Having having connections to the par paranormal, yeah, talk to the paranormal is a lifestyle for us. And, it, and depending on how, you know, Mexican you are or, you know, whatever uh, Latino race you are and what connections you ha have with death, like, it's such a, it's like a second nature. Like, people may have died and they're not here in the physical, but they're always around, mm -hmm. you know? And especially with this month, I love, I love Halloween in the sense that we're going to have Dia de los Marcos come November 1st and 2nd, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um to me, that is Halloween to me. So I'm like, woohoo, Halloween. But really, for me, it's Dia de los Muertos that is, is my bread and butter, you know. So I do have, like, the altar. You know, I started doing that, uh, especially after watching Coco. I know that sounds like a cliche, but I really started doing that um, for the girls, too, because it helps them cope. Yeah. You know, it helps them cope and, and see that it, it's not, it's, it's over, you know, this life is temporary. You know, as much as we try to hold on to life, this life is temporary, but the, the afterlife is going to be so much better. And, um, you know, like I said, culturally, like, I wish I, I had more ties to Mexico 
I wish I knew my family in Mexico because hell yeah, I'd totally be like, let's go to the cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, let's go drink, let's go dance, let's go do all that stuff, you know, at a grave, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in a cemetery, whatever. And, um, but that to me, like, you know, Halloween and stuff. And to me, that is a, it is a big deal. It didn't used to be, but now I don't see it from the American side you know, mm-hmm. point of view. I hear mm-hmm. from the Mexican roots and our cultural like side of it, and how it's a celebration of life rather than mm-hmm. or a celebration of death as well. Like it just depends on your perspective. The cycle um, of life, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you know, in our culture, like they are, you know, my my brother in law is very into ancestry, and that our ancestors are around me. I'm not so much there. I'm like, cool, you know, if I got my ancestors watching my bag, they're probably bumping their head, you know, clapping their foreheads at the side. <laughs> like, what is she doing? <laughs> Why same, is she doing same. that again? Do you, do you not see the red flags that we're putting out for you? Like, hello. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, like just having, depending on the type of uh, Mexican upbringing that you had, you know, you have the indigenous side, indigenous side and then you have, you know, whatever, however. But I think for us, we're we're lucky in the sense that we have um, the Tejana side, you know, we have the Texas <laughs> side of of everything. And um, you know, I'm I'm you know, I am just so thankful that you guys asked me to do this because I do have so many more stories. But we would be here for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> but I think I think just picking up just a couple of the ones that I had and just kind of throwing them into you know the blender. <laughs> gives you kind of just an idea of what I go through on a daily basis. And again, it's it's not um it's not a scary thing. It's a very comforting thing to know that I do have my back. And then once I started realizing, oh, you know, TikTok has a big been a big eye opener. Um, I always saw like the reoccurring numbers, the angel numbers, but I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Until I found it on a TikTok and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is legit a thing. I just thought I saw 11-11, you know, all, all the, the time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's literally telling me, you know, that you are on the right path. And sometimes, you know, we need that. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. And sometimes I need to know that I'm on the right track because holy crap, you know, especially with the pandemic and raising kids on my own and all this like sometimes you need some sort of you know affirmation or confirmation or whatever and knowing that it's coming from the other side to me is is a very deep deep thing for me yes oh yeah definitely I think you said a couple things and it's um uh, and you kind of started the conversation with it like it's a more spiritual thing it's a it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing and I think and you kind of mentioned it it kind of increased or your awareness increased as you got older but I think the older we get the more that we experience loss or life change and if we're if we don't allow that to kind of open us up to be more in tune to the spiritual, then, mm-hmm. then we kind of start missing out. Right. We, we, yeah. we don't get those messages and the, those numbers of reassurance just to kind of let us know that, Hey, there's purpose and there's a, a intention if you do it right. Right. If you're, if you're putting your right. intentions forward, then uh, it'll be received. So I think that it is uh, really a, a beautiful thing, very spiritual. Um, and, and your stories definitely align with a lot of that. So uh, we appreciate yeah. you sharing, even if that is just kind of the tip of the iceberg. We can always have a, a part two and a part, a part three. Two. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that'll definitely give me a chance to like write some more stuff down. Like I didn't have this structured. I knew what, what I wanted to share with you guys and everything. Like you said before we started was it just kind of flowed. So it's kind of I was just letting letting my spirit just flow with what with what we were, were doing and um yeah i'm totally down to part two and part three because there there are some more scary instances but i think you know i don't know if they were ever just by chance or because it would be stupid or no <laughs> or no there was no a, we- a ouija board involved like that <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a couple of things you know now that i'm sitting here thinking about i'm like yeah we did some pretty dumb 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, been there. We've, we've done that. We've done some real dumb stuff with Ouija boards too. Uh-huh. We're real young, real dumb. Yeah, and and you know, and a lot of people, and depending on how you know what your beliefs are, because you know, I grew up Catholic. You know, I converted and just to be non-denominational, and I still, you know, have that relationship with with God or whatever. But you know, culturally, my life is different. Like. You know, I have crystals around. I have, you know, um, stage. I have this and that and the other. And if, if it was like a hardcore Christian who doesn't believe in that stuff, A, because it's not a cultural thing, or B, because they're like, oh, it's the devil. Like, it's like, no, honey, all these things actually happen biblically, too. You know, stage was used as, you know, the astronomy, all that stuff gets mm-hmm. used. And so um, I don't share it with a lot of people, especially like my quote-unquote Christian friends, because they're going to be like, girl, <laughs> you got the devil. I ain't got the devil. I'm just very spiritually in tune. I, I really am. And like you said, it, it does help you to um, be more aware and to know where you're going because, you know, our life has already been paid for us. We may have already lived this life. We're just getting another chance, uh, you know, another goal. We don't know. We won't know until we get there again. Um, before I, I guess I let y'all go, I, I do, and just to throw that in there, um, I remember this isn't paranormal, it was just a very interesting conversation. I was at Moon Tower, and this guy comes and sits next to me, and he's like trying to, you know, shoot the shit or whatever. And he's like, You know, you're so lucky that you're a woman. And I was like, Well, why? He goes, That he said, and you know, I hope whoever hears this can maybe correct this, like later on down the road. And he's like, In the Hindu belief, that if you're a woman in your present lifetime, it means that you are able to move on to the next lifetime because you've gotten it right. What? That's wild. Yeah, so that we're able to go on to like the afterlife. We don't have to be reincarnated and do it again. Uh-uh. So basically, sorry guys. <laughs> Y'all are clearly not doing it right because if you're a man in this lifetime... You failed. Right. You failed. <laughs> you failed. It's game over for you. Woo! So, um, yeah, yeah. That's I don't know where I'll start with that, but yeah, totally, totally. Uh, just a little topper. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I've heard theories like that before, of like kind of like reincarnation or like the soul's journey, or like you kind of pick uh like this this main route that you're gonna do because your soul is trying to learn some kind of lesson or like i don't know there are all kinds of theories and stuff like that that i feel like kind of fit into what you were saying Mm -hmm. so it was interesting for you to talk like to hear you talk about that but i think mostly i really appreciate how you kind of were talking about the paranormal as something that doesn't always have to be super scary like of course like it can be shocking or just kind of like startling but sometimes right. it can be comforting or this beautiful thing. And I feel like this that's kind of like been coming up this season, which yeah. hasn't come up as much before. And I think that's really just like this interesting thing that, that people are really bringing to the forefront recently. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. uh, if the if this season were an angel number, it would be the 111. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah. just kind of mentioning like just the spiritual side and it makes it, yeah, to Bethany's point, just a little more beautiful, a little... It, it's just a little different. It's not yeah, scary. For sure. I, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that because, um, that people like what people need to understand that, you know, the entities, yeah, there's good and evil. And of course in the shows that they would tap into the more demonic side. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously that is the more fun side to say, <laughs> cause you do get a lot more reaction, but the reason you get reaction is because it's evil. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, and it is very, it's very soul sucking, very uh, draining, and that's what people don't understand. Like these people who are like haunted, like legit haunted, live a very shitty life. Yeah, like you, you, you can't get things done, and and what's crazy too is um, people who don't even realize that that's happening to them. Like depression could be because there is an entity in their home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, so people need, need to learn to tap into that. And it's, and yes, it's fun. It's fun watching it. Uh, the show, you know, I, I, it's like, sometimes I'm like, God, it's so predictable. Then, uh, then something happens. I'm like, 
did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> that went a different way. Or, you know, um, I like watching old episodes where, you know, Zach had his hair like sticking straight up and, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. his muscles were massive. And <laughs> 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 Shout out to Zach Reagan. Hello. 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 Um, But yeah, if people could just understand that it isn't, you know, it is, you know, like Bethany said, and like I said earlier, um, it does not have to be evil 100% of the time because it's really not. I believe that the good outweighs, outweighs the evil um, if people would learn to tap in into that because I do believe everybody has some sort of natural ability like those angel numbers don't just appear you guys like they're there (laughs) and if you're constantly seeing it like ask you know whatever you believe in ask whatever you believe in or ask the universe yo universe what are you trying to show me and like the universe has its way of showing you for me it's within dreams like I always see the outcomes in dreams and sometimes I can alter them because it's a dream you always have control of your dreams um but you know i always get seen i always see things within my dreams uh, before they actually happen and, and like i said you have the ability to alter that but be in tune so those angel numbers girls those angel numbers mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm always talking about them bethany's like yeah or like kind of laughs at me because i i see them often um and i'll in the most random of places and i'm like message yeah. message received <laughs> it's like it's like when you get a brand new car or a car that you know you like and you see it all the time mm-hmm. oh yeah and it's like okay <laughs> like my car I had never even heard of it and like everybody and their mom has one now like <laughs> it's such a little car what, what does everybody have this car so yeah you know just I my is my advice for anybody who is interested in the paranormal you know really just tap in with what you already have like your life you might have some paranormal activity it might not be freaking cabinets opening or objects flying across the room (laughs) or you know you're getting possessed like there's 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 you know spiritual beings around us all the time Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. you just got to know what to look for Mm -hmm. yeah I, i i agree with that you know i i think that a lot of people are scared or they are in denial of it they don't believe mm-hmm. and i feel bad for those people sometimes because i'm like you're really missing out on a lot of like what i would oh, consider sure. the magic of the world you yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i know that sounds kind of cheesy but that's no. genuinely how i feel i'm like well you're missing out because there's a lot more to <laughs> yeah. this life than you have any idea <laughs> and that energy that energy that you get from it you know the positive energy or the negative energy like everything is about energy we all have energy so mm-hmm. when you know there is a quote-unquote haunting it's energy and that energy is there to tell a story mm-hmm. yeah the history like the history of you know a building or a history of a an object or whatever you know i always think it's funny about the museum the haunting uh, haunted objects museum and all that stuff oh yeah i'm like there's a reason it's haunted you guys you have to know the history on why yeah. why it's yeah. haunted Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's that energy and that that person, whoever that entity was, male or female or whatever, there was a reason that they left when they died. They purposely left their energy with that object or that place because yeah. they wanted to tell a story. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's really cool to hear um we we've been doing interviews now for season four and and they're just kind of magically aligning to this theme so well there you go and to, i didn't even know you just told me to tell I, my story i know yeah and, and that's like me and bethany are just kind of looking at each other like what the f-? like this is just it's intense but like it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah, and it's meant to be it's meant to be another sign yeah. like we're we're on yeah. the right path <laughs> <laughs> I received that. I received that. Let me tell you, all of us. <laughs> it is our time. We're doing great. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh my goodness! But thank you so so much. Really, this was yes. awesome. This was really, and it was great to talk to you again. It's been yes. so long. Yeah. It, it, picking up like right where we left off. Just a good time. So thank you, thank you so so much. 
Yeah, no, thank you guys. I love you guys so, so much. I can't wait. We really do need to get together outside of of uh, phones and technology. And I know, and I know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can do a Barbarella. I've never been there. Hey, girl. You, you ain't got to tempt me. <laughs> That's <You ain't>, the spot. <laughs> you ain't got to tempt I'm me sorry. with a good time. <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll, I'll be there, you know. my my. I'm trying to not be so viejita. I'm not viejita, but I'm really starting to feel viejita. But let me know. I, I'll go. I blame go. the pandemic. Like, all I want to do now, though, is like really just like sit and watch movies or like sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah. But girl, look, we can sleep when we're dead. We to <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna be too busy leaving people messages and signs and live facts. You're like, hold on, hold on, I gotta leave this message real quick. Because uh, <laughs> I did it right. I don't gotta come back. That's right. I'm be living it That's up. Right. Well, hey, your your podcast right now, this is you're building your legacy now. So Many years when we're not here anymore and they come across your podcast. This is a your life. This is your lifeline right here. You're leaving it. So <laughs> why are you gonna make us cry now? Like my I'm eyes just, just got watery. I'm like, oh Stop. I'm just saying, like this like this might be a hobby or or you know, a little passion of y'all's, but this is you're leaving you're literally leaving your message behind now. Like you're starting it now. So I didn't know if you needed to hear that, but there's your little thing because my pelitos are pulling. They're like standing straight up as I'm telling you that. So let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, come to cry. I'm not crying. Cry. Now we've all cried. Okay, look. Now we've all cried. No need to be embarrassed. We all cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness we love it thank you so so much again it, it means a lot this was great yes. i'm so yeah. thankful um, yay i'm i'm grateful for you guys and thank you for letting me have my story time and i can't wait to work on part two or <laughs> yeah no, no, or for sure 101. oh yeah 101 <laughs> yeah girl no for sure uh and yeah we'll, we'll definitely be in touch uh you're not far so <laughs> I, i'm really not i'm i'm across the river but i'm really not that far <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you again uh We'll keep you posted and, and when the episode's coming out and all that good stuff. But uh, this okay. is this has meant a lot. Thanks for hanging out with us a little bit today. Yes, thank you. Oh, my goodness. What a fun, fun chat with Marissa. She's so she's a trip. She was so funny. Um, but again, just talking about how her experiences she views as more spiritual. And that was just really cool to hear. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so funny. You're like, she's a trip. She's funny. Well, she's, you know, that's why we vibed. Like oh, when, yeah. when we all met and stuff, it's because, you know, we all have that same kind of funny energy. And like, we like, I don't know. I, I just felt like when we were hanging out, um, I mean, the last time I saw her in person was Chingona Fest at the after party. Yeah. And we were just like getting down, you know, oh, yeah. we, we danced were just, all like, night dancing <laughs> and just being our goofy selves. And, <laughs> and it's such a like privilege when you meet people that you can just be yourself around yeah. and not feel like oh I gotta act a certain way or right. like are they going to judge me if I say something or like you know what I mean so it was it was just like so cool to meet her in general and then to have her on the show was such a treat and um, and her stories were fucking awesome yeah yeah again just in tuned stuff it was it was cool to hear and then the angel number conversation because <laughs> Bethany's always laughing at me like no, you- I'm into the angel number <laughs> shit it's just like I hate when like the, the thing I gave you shit about was that you googled it and I was like they always say the same fucking thing on google there is a website that's much better that goes into like really in depth into like, the numbers what yeah. each number means and that's what I'm like alright if you like just go to that site because like because i do it too because and the, the reason i know that is because i do it too and every time i would be like okay what does this one mean and i didn't want to go through the hassle of using that big ass website they would always say the same thing and i'm like whatever i'm just gonna like every time i see an angel number i'm just gonna be like all right i'm on the right path <laughs> but some of them actually mean different things yeah and, yeah. and google does not tell you that 
So you have to find like a good trusted site. <laughs> that's yes. what I was talking shit about. That's true. That's true. But and but I would say any number I saw I was like, well, I'm on the right path. That's <laughs> <laughs> all Google would tell me. Like, doesn't yeah. matter the number. Yeah. I'm doing the right thing in this moment. Cool. Some of them are like your angels are warning you or telling you to like take a step back or like, yeah. you know. Um, but, but yeah, Google will always just say like, yeah, you good. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. No. So uh, again, the, the conversation was great and I'm so, so glad that she was able to hang out with us, uh, talking about coming back part two, part three, part a hundred. We were like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> we're totally down. Um, but as usual, I think it's time to maybe cleanse this baby. Yeah, dude, I need a, I need that ritual. Whew, let's do it. I've got to call my friend Sarah. Give me just a second. <laughs> Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the north by the powers of Mother and Earth. Hear us. Now take that big breath in. And release it out. You're cleansed. Good. I like it. Let there be light. <laughs> I feel cleansed. I feel like I'm on the right path. <laughs> if I were an angel number, I'd be one, one, one. <laughs> Jane, that's a pickup line, yo. Jane, girl, you an angel number. Because <laughs> if you was, you'd be one, one, one. <laughs> Bitch, I'm six, six, six. I'm the beast. <laughs> Shout at the devil! <laughs> oh my goodness! It's time for us to go. <laughs> yeah, we gotta call it. We're we tapping out. <laughs> but as usual, I'm Bethany and I'm Leah, and we're signing off with two besitos from these putitos. What is love? Your face. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you.